Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. I took it because I just didn't want it to die. Uh, no. Continue the legacy. Welcome to local yokels. Alright, dear assholes. Hot dogs, really. I shouldn't start a podcast calling our listeners assholes. What's up, butt nuggets? Butt nuggets, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, either way. So What's up, chode whistlers? Just to get it out of the way, we have that local yokels uh, podcast right here, fresh for you. You hear that other voice, because not, not hey. I can't throw my voice, not yet. There's two of us in here. There's two of us. Two. Not one, but two. I'm obviously here, but who do we have here? Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Jeremy J. Slingshot, a.k.a. Tilltaker, LK, a.k.a. King Kong, a.k.a. all the other shit, Stealth Malice, a.k.a. AKA Jeremiah Steele. <laughs> you can, yeah, part-time. 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel that. A.k.a.s are always... Uh, they're worth it. They're, they're worth just... having. I think uh, the longer you can completely just absorb someone's, like... Well, necessary time just from saying five minutes of random AKAs. I feel like it's time well spent. I mean, Wu Tang did it. I know, yeah. <laughs> you're taking away from their life, which in the end makes your life more fulfilled. I think is the the theology behind the thought process. <laughs> it's been I mean, a while. I, you know, I've never disagreed with the length. The the I, I this, it's like having titles. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like I'm not a duke. I'm no fucking dude. But I've got plenty of AKAs, no, dog. There's nobody that's going to knight me anytime soon. Nah, well, I mean, uh, I'll knight you. Yeah, well, I mean, start our own country, bro. We could. There's like a pointy, sharp object right here. Hey, <laughs> I think right. that's the rule of knighting. I haven't figured it out for sure. I mean, but I, I think it has to be, you have to have some sort of like sharp object. Right, and there's kneeling involved. Yeah, because you, the threat of being able to be stabbed is like part of the, the I mean, thrill of being knighted, I think. Isn't, re- <laughs> or, isn't like royalty and religion kind of the same thing? It only works when people believe it. Fair so like, well, I mean, fuck. Why, why can't we just get enough people believing that? Yeah, you're a knight. I agree with you. We were just, like, ta- we were we just we talking that? about it with uh, fucking Joe. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. just start a cult. Let's I mean, that's well, basically we're what we're talking about right now. So welcome to our cult podcast. Yeah. We're gonna knight each other and <laughs> underneath the Church of One. We'll just call it the Church of the One. Church of One. Yep. Uh, yeah. I almost start tried to start a cult centered around Sobe once. Like that's no joke. Is Sobe still around? Sobe is. Wow. Uh, not that I'm not that I'm in no way endorsing Sobe. I, I don't give I a shit. Never endorse Sobe. It used to be a flex. It used to be a <laughs> subtle flex when you would fucking roll into eighth grade and oh shit, he's got a Sobe. Yeah, with that glass Fuck. bottle. Like, like dude, yeah, his parents hooked him <laughs> up. They went to the gas station this morning. He got up early. <laughs> yeah, dude, Sobe's were leg- like they. They were uh, like classy. Um, yeah, like, uh, well. like wearing just... all white and <laughs> drinking a, a sobe, a green tea sobe. Yeah, because why not? Why not just have a green tea sobe when you can just make some fucking green tea? <laughs> fucking <laughs> bro, sobe makes it better. So, <laughs> some about that salamander, bro. Oh my god, oh, I wonder. Yeah, sobe the salamander around. was that what it, was that the name of the no, salamander? I have no idea. So, so was there a name of the? Sal- I mean, why have one if there's not a name? 
Yeah, I've been talking about a lot of '90s stuff today. It's a earlier, fucking pointless mascot. Earlier, I was talking about Pogs, man. You, you yeah. ever get into Pogs? So either? my, I had an older brother. My brother's six years older than me. I was born in '90, so he's like '84 or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And so he was like tweens through the '90s, through the mid, like '95 yeah. and past that. And yeah. like I was just a child. So whenever I got Pogs, he would just take them. Bastard. Like I wanted, <laughs> I really wanted to play Pogs, but like I just, I didn't know how. And he was like, "I'm Pog King," and just come in with like That's eight slammers and just fuck all my shit up. That's my title, man. Pog King. I gave myself no joke. No joke. I gave myself the title of Pog King of Olympia. Is this your slammer? No, that's that's just a tambour. Oh, Uh, my slammer's in the other room. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, it's a poison slammer with a black widow. I know nothing of that. These are some pogs. (laughs) These are just some pogs. (laughs) These are some of the collection that I like to have. How did you obtain pogs? Where do they come from? So I mean, pogs are just frivolous bullshit, really. They're good, but do they come in cases? Like you just buy a case of pogs? Not nowadays. Nowadays you go online. You have to you have to buy them off of eBay. Right. This one's sick. You can have it. Everybody gets everybody gets some sort of some sort of pog okay. when they walk away from. All right, it. all right. So I, I mean, I, I tried to do that. I tried to do that. I successfully did it with one. Now this will be two episodes. Uh, uh, I like the Jesus <laughs> one. The Jesus one's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There's this weird subsection of like Christian pogs. <laughs> like, it, like, you gotta speak to the youth, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be so good if there were Christian Pokemon cards. Oh my god! Shit, what was like members? Me- just, it would be like Moses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, like, fucking, uh, it'd be like Solomon. The burning just, bush is an actual the burning, Pokemon. That's not. Or, uh, <laughs> it's a spell you cast. It's like an AOE. Oh Jesus! It's just fucking, yeah, I want, I want that shit. Hey, wow. uh, Bible people, if you're listening to this. Start some Bible Pokemon cards, bro. Or yeah. Bible trading cards. How about that? We'll, we'll go from there. It's legitimately an, uh, an untapped idea. I feel... <laughs> These Christian pogs are hilarious. They are. They're, they're breathtaking. I, yeah. <laughs> they just There should be way more. Well, there's a slammer. Yeah. A McDonald's slammer. Oh, that's a, a, that's a mighty morphin. Yeah, this Whoa, came, this hang came on to that. in a Happy Meal. It, I, yeah. All right. You don't let no one take you that You hear one. this, listener? Oh. Maybe not. Uh, I mean, no, they heard that. They heard that. I'm going to take the Pisces. You do it. It's yours. All right. Walking so the, away with a little treasure. To those of us uh, who uh, <laughs> can't see, I just picked out uh, a Pisces pog mm. twin fish, but it's also a yin-yang theme, so it's pretty new age. <laughs> there was a lot of yin-yang pogs, I Yin-yang swear. and Christianity. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird mix. Yeah. <laughs> This one has but a Pogs is so fucking fun. Like I don't know why it's, I don't know I think it's I still just because everything's it. digital, obviously, but Pogs is just such a fucking easy fun game. Is there a is there a Pog video game? No. Oh guaranteed there's an app. I All fucking you guarantee you at the Play Store or no on the way. fucking iOS store. I bet I guarantee that's there's an, a Pog app. If there's not, that's another fucking genius idea. Yeah. Oh, I would spend hours on that. It's like the, somebody made that fucking stupid bobble or bubble popping app. Where it's oh like you have God. bubble wrap and you just press it and it pops. Wow. Why wouldn't somebody fucking make a pop? And what what's <laughs> what's different? When I'm, uh, so you choose your slammer and then like how yeah you just drag it up and slam it down. Basically, or, I that's I mean, all the can, thing would be. You can invent that app. We yeah. can invent that app. We're dummies. Yeah. We just we gave, just did. Boom. There you go. Right. Free money. Wake up, internet. There. Take care of it. Yeah. Wake up, sheeple. Oh my God. I just almost. Oh, I, got burpees. Right. I got the burpees. The burpees? Yeah, the burpees. That's what like, too much LaCroix does to me. It gives you burpees. It gives me the burpees. I would hate to go to the hospital. You have a horrible case of burpees. Oh, and there is no cure. Raging burpees. Raging And it'll, raging it'll, co- it'll come and go uh, you for should, the rest of your life. You should contact <laughs> everyone you've ever been around and shared a soda with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyone you've ever shared a beverage with, sir, has possibly been exposed to this. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's that's heavy. Yeah, I, I gave my dad burpees. I, you know, that, that that brings me back to an idea I had a long time ago mm. about doctors giving out, like, greeting cards. Not greeting cards, but like just, like, cards. Like, uh, instead like of, instead cards? of, uh, yeah, instead oh, of them walking yeah, in for their diagnosis? Yeah, like, don't yeah. Del- you don't deliver the diagnosis, you give see it to them in a card. See how quick I made that jump of logic because yeah. it's makes, it makes so much sense. Exactly, no, see? 100%. So, like, I'm, I'm in the hospital, I'm waiting for my dad to get out of surgery, doctor comes up to me, hands me a card with my name on it, I'm fucking stoked, it's like my birthday. I open it up, it says, our dear sympathies. Bum. And then I pop the card open, your father passed away. Bum. I feel okay. I didn't have somebody that I was afraid was going to shame me. <laughs> for having my father die which do you, doctors, think doc- do you think doctors are like secretly shaming yes oh like oh this guy's God. got weak genes i want to hear that i want to hear from a doctor about that shit the like, doctor's lounge all of them just talking about how pussy their patients are they're just talking shit about their patients. i only gave him half a dose of anesthesia the fucker couldn't take it listen man the family only had two kids who gives a fuck yeah. <laughs> he was a cunt anyway <laughs> doctors secretly assholes well, I mean that. You heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> In the midst of a pandemic. Here yep. we doctors During are. the whole thing. We're calling it doctor's asshole. It's I mean, a, I think they're secret assholes. What's that? I mean, word? everybody's a secret asshole. I mean, like that, I mean, to some degree. I don't know. I've met some pretty pure people that I would like to think are secret assholes. But I would. Well, okay. I mean, I don't think. I just don't think everybody's got like. I, nobody can be sweet all the fucking time. Right. Everybody you know has that mean? breaking point. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody's I got mean, a butthole, but everybody's also an asshole. That's the thing. So, everybody has a butthole <laughs> and they're. It's only a matter of time before it gets licked. <laughs> well, and then that—it's either a freak out rage, or it's like, okay, you can do that again. Like, there's definitive moments. Fair enough. That makes you—that's—that's that's kind of one of those definitive. At, like, that makes you a little bit more of an asshole if you rape. If you rape? If you no, if you rage against. Oh, if you rape? Of course. Yeah, totally. Like, Is that what if, you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to get the. Okay, you've so, never had your butthole licked. First of all, you've never had your butthole. You're, you're doing your life wrong. You owe it to yourself to just, like, put it out there. You don't have to ask for it, but just, like, you know, clean it up, make it look nice, and maybe it'll be, like, enticing for someone. Next time it's around somebody's face, they might just go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to, like, pressure somebody into it. I mean, but if you have an open communicative relationship, it's I mean, you should be able to be like, hey, uh, I'll clean up if uh, you wanted to do this for me. Buttholes might not even be the weirdest thing to lick. Honestly, there's weird... Dog buttholes are way weirder to lick. Who licks a dog butthole? I don't know. That's a real... That's a real... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know who's li- out there looking I, dog butt holes. I now. guarantee you, there's an Agia for that. Well, we were just watching that. Uh, oh fuck! I'm blanking on the YouTube name. Uh, all, all gas, all no, gas breaks. no breaks. Yeah. And there's that like that sh- that quote unquote shaman lady in one episode who oh, was like she's basically just like, she's just trying to make her dog orgasm. How do you yeah. feel about that? Um, I mean, I, I get the. Right. I mean, I understand. Everybody should enjoy. Right. Okay. So Species I'm I'm a dog parent, right? And parent. I I am a male and a female dog parent. I'm, a, I'm not I'm not a male female. I mean, I have a female and yeah. a male. Or I've had, You've had female dogs. Yeah. And um, she was fixed at birth, and it kind of this might sound a little weird, but it kind of broke my heart thinking like, oh, she's probably never gonna have sex. Like, I mean, I would feel Little bad. Dog. I mean, I I would not want to live Dude. my entire life and not have sex. I wouldn't want to wish that on another creature. Well, I mean, like, and we we got a boy dog, and they totally had sex, and it was the scariest thing. <laughs> it was terrifying. They got stuck together. They ended up ass to ass. Oh like, god, uh, that's, she was just trying to kill him. It was we had to go get ice from the freezer and put it on his junk. I'm not even lying. Yeah, yeah. And then that's we rough. we waited for it to shrink, and then we. Uh, I mean, that's totally. I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Out Cold. 
Uh, but that's exactly where that logic came from. <laughs> uh, Zach Galifianakis gets his wiener stuck oh. in a hot tub. and uh, Pre-hangover Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Yeah. And then what's his dick um, from Anchorman? My favorite character from Anchorman. The... Uh, the the sports guy Chip Champ oh Champ Khan Champ Khan comes out of nowhere to save Galifianakis and like just puts a bunch of ice on his balls <laughs> and then his dick just like retracts from the suction of this hot tub oh god I do fucking remember that shit it was pretty good yeah it's classic in terms of snowboarding movies it's up there it's alright I mean uh, <laughs> what was that Johnny Tsunami that was a pretty good one Johnny Tsunami was uh, it still is a solid classic oh yeah go big or go home man yeah. like are you kidding me lessons learned in that movie back then still apply today Brink another one <laughs> like I recently rewatched Brink because I thought it was uh, I thought it would be, be a fun wa- rewatch was it I mean, it's pretty hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Team Puppin' Suds. I'm, gonna just, I'm, I'm just going to pull the rug out of that right now for people. Like The, the, the Disney Channel trash. original movies are pretty trash. But yeah. Xenon, the nostalgia's there. Dude. The because first... they are exactly as you remember. <laughs> but when you're a kid, everything's awesome. Yeah. And everything's when you're awesome, an adult, but... nothing is awesome. Unless it's sucking your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless your dick's in his mouth. <laughs> I would use it as a very loose term. <laughs> Vacuum cleaners. Oh man. They hot tubs. Hot tubs. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna be fucking. I don't think robots. I've ever. I don't think I've ever stuck my Rub- dick in. A, tried to stick my dick in a hot tub yet. I've never ever been in the position to do that. You've never been around a hot tub yet. I mean, yeah, but not, not <laughs> with like an erect wiener. You're out. <laughs> I don't pop boners in a hot tub. It's fucking hot. My balls are like, why yeah. are you in here? Fucking in a hot tub's not great. Like, I, it's, it's, isn't there something about like water in a girl's vagina and you shouldn't? Yeah, because it's I mean, not there's, good. Yeah, definitely. There, I mean, there's like I, I don't I can't speak to the science. <laughs> I'm not a vagina scientist, but I'm not a vaginist. I'm an, a enthusiast. I'm an enthusiast, really. But, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the, the proper term is vaginacologist. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. That sounds uh, professional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. What the fuck have you been in? It's been so far. Like, like you came over. Oh, yeah. weekend, Intros are over now. This is where the but, podcast starts. That was all bullshit banter. Yeah, that's all bullshit banter. But. <laughs> Uh, I, I wanted to talk about like what like, tw- like what the fuck in. you've been doing. You know? like, oh sure. Uh, like what you know you've produced a handful of music this last year. Yeah, um, uh, a little bit. So like, I mean, not just this last year, but since like just this last like you you produced music since last time we recorded the podcast. Yeah, uh, uh, including the South Miller Street Toe Tappers. So yeah, the South Miller Street Toe Tappers <laughs> is really funny. I uh, <laughs> which is like just brilliant. I got it. Yeah. Thanks. So we live on South Miller Street. And that's where the name came from. Yes. And we were trying to think of good names. And uh, I was really for mayonnaise-based salad. Oh, I like that one, too. I thought that would be really good. <laughs> I was also for apple maggot. Uh, I also liked apple war cunt. Uh, that was a good name. War cunt, but we don't have any yeah. females in the band, so that I think was be like right. appropriating or something. But if we were from Australia, it'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I think Fair. war cunt's I just picture an elephant in armor just running at a wall that looks like a vagina. Whoa. Right? War cunt. The, the imagery. Immediate imagery. <laughs> um, but South Mill Street Toe Tappers, you know, just resonated with the group. Like, where, like, what got y'all to fucking, like, do, like, just record that? Like, so, came up, like, where did they, the idea of perfect. that come Like, we, uh, it just started out as jamming. 
So we we have a little studio jam space that's always set up with mics. Nice. And the computer's always down there. And all we really have to do is just hit spacebar, and then we can do what we need to do to either scratch track a part or uh, just record the whole song all at once if we wanted to. And so, you, yeah. so we just started with, like, uh, I think the first song we wrote was um, Dun Da Dun Da Dun. Mm. <laughs> and I think that's my only musical contribution to the entire <laughs> album. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and everything else is just vo- vocals. And me and Caleb split the vocal duties. I think I do it yeah. maybe 70% of the time and like, he does the rest. Where the fuck? Like, I've been wondering that Those since lyrics. I listened to it. Where the fuck do the lyrics come from? Like, there's like, we there's a certain them. ideas behind some of them. Yeah. But like, but, like I was just like, this is... being specific. Yeah, dude. Like, that was... I mean, it's just so dramatic at times. It's, yeah. It's dramatic. Drives at times, Sorry. like, uh, yeah. The like, whole the, album is Rex. Rex listens, and I don't know if a whole lot of people are familiar with this, but there's a band called The Residents, and The Residents are this crazy fucking band from, and I'm gonna get all this information wrong, just so everybody knows. They're like late <laughs> '60s through the '70s, and they just did crazy fucking shit all the time. Like they make Frank Zampa look like Sesame Street. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, and they are our good pals, like favorite band, and he just huh. ingests nothing but that. And then random grindcore bands that I show him, because I listen to a lot of grindcore and black metal. And the grosser and nastier it is, he just loves it. So I we went on a, a I wish I could remember Balfuck was a band that we were listening to for a while. Um, I know there were worse ones, like way worse ones. There's like uh, bifurcated anus. Oh my god, dude. Uh, there, there's just all these toilet shit poop bands that are where's so like, bad. I mean, like, where the fuck is the like where where's would you say grindcore is like the most popular it, like, right now in terms of like the globe, I guess. Czech Republic. Yeah, like they like have the a Europe, dedicated parts of your Eastern Europe. Yeah, they have dedicated yearly festivals to specific grindcore and DB and like. Everything from gore grind to thrash metal to just the most disgusting. Like there's like we were talking about the other night, Gutalax. Yeah. Who okay, are yeah, yeah. that's their home turf and their vocalist just snarls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's it. I mean, he does a good job. I wait, just wait, made wait. it look sound like shit. Wait, wait, wait. What, what was the band you showed me last night? Was that the band that you should the shoe? That you no, what was the shirt with the dude with the shirt? No, the, the, the Michael. Thy Jackson art thing? is murder. Thy art is murder. That song okay, is called Slaves Beyond Death. And the video, if you want, I would type in Slaughter to uh, Thy Art is Murder um, live at Bloodstock. And the first video that comes up should be Slaves Beyond Death. And if you want a good video, I highly recommend it. Very good live performance. Very impressive. If you know anything or care about death metal vocals at all, you will immediately recognize that the vocalist is more than a professional and if not a leader in the ability to do what he does extremely well fine nice but that's the thing so you said death metal so that's so that's a, that, mean, that, like, well that's death core it wouldn't yeah, necessarily yeah, be yeah. grind their drummer is playing at grind speed like, which is where the, the core comes in consider me like the steve carell of metal music okay if I'm, if like like what jack black like you're talking about all these different well not, not steve carell but i mean like I uh, you, his you. character in the office yeah, i yeah. meant to say uh break it down Michael. Yeah. Like, like so. 
if there's like how many like what what are the main branches of metal of metal right well, now? Well, it depends on what you like. I mean, and does do you, do you think does grind oh. is things are things like grindcore? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't think that would be loud enough. Studio two, uh, <laughs> Studio two, uh, are grind are parts of are grindcore like parts of that metal? Yeah. Tree? So the the place where grindcore and death metal overlap is thrash metal. Okay. And yeah, that's yeah. where you get bands like Sodom and Dissection and uh, Vector and bands that are are trying to embrace the technicality and brutality of death metal but also with the speeds of grindcore mm. and back in the 80s thrash metal was something else a lot of people think that metallica is thrash and that's fine that can be their shit a lot of people think that slayer is thrash that's fine and, and they I would, I would consider both those bands crossover they're more punk than they would be grind fair enough i've never like, i'm not I'm, i don't fall into that camp of like i Metallica wasn't hard when I when I like discovered them to yeah. me. You know what I mean? And well, we so, had already had Cannibal Corpse and there was already so shit. much other shit. Yeah, and so to me they weren't. I understand like maybe like they might be like you know formative for some A lot. people that we maybe like eventually listen to or generationally. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that I mean like okay, so you have gr- you have things like like thrash metal, death metal. Uh, what's, what the fuck is what the fuck is the like? Can can you give me a, like a difference between death metal and metal? Yeah, yeah. So like, metal would be uh, like your average shit, like Gojira. Everything from okay, Gojira yeah, yeah. to Disturbed. I mean, Disturbed gets categorized in the genre of, of metal. metal. Yeah. Seven Dust, Lip Biscuit, like all a corn. I mean, you can call those guys new metal or whatever, but at this point, it's just fucking metal, bro. It's not new anymore. It's just metal. And, was that uh, really like what it was like? What the new part for that was was just like literally representing like they were supposed to be like on the, kind of like the cutting edge, new wave yep. of like what metal was becoming. Okay. Yeah, which is and, and that's even evolved now to bands like Twelve Foot Ninja and uh, like Suicide Boys are on that tangent too. I want I just wanted like every all the listeners to know real quick that like. I, I, I just like every third band you throw out there, it's like another one I haven't heard. Like, <laughs> I'm so, so, so to sorry. me, so to me, I'm just like, no, no, you're great. I'm just, I'm just, I'm. This is all new to me. I love music. That's, That's literally the only thing I fucking like autistic out about. <laughs> Everything else is normal and boring, and then I just like, I need to listen to music. Dude, but, music is. Awesome. I've said it before, but like you know, you have to have a soundtrack, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't like life would be so fucking dull unless you could. <sighs> Like, inject that fucking, you know... Fucking A. You have to have something to... Like, there are all kinds of emotions. Mm. And I feel like the more that music branches out into more experimental shit, the more that you're able to capture either more intimately feelings that people feel or the specific types of feelings that people feel at different times. But to get back to the original... Yeah. The fucking difference between metal and death metal. (laughs) Tangent. Tangent. Um, Death metal usually will never sing... Metal usually okay. has like Dio or Black Sabbath. Yeah, or like yeah. This raging singer. Is Meatloaf like, is Meatloaf like a Meatloaf is definitely rock, like opera rock. Like okay. Meatloaf I just Queen, want, I, same I want, thing. I not the same thing. To clarify it. Yeah, same genre. Definitely yeah. not the same thing. Let me clarify that shit. Meatloaf, uh, get the fuck out. Meatloaf's still pretty good. If <laughs> Freddie, Mer- I wish Freddie Mercury could have done musicals. Meatloaf has done so many fucking musicals. Have you ever seen videos of Meatloaf singing the national anthem at rallies? No. It is tr- so bad. He's like, hur, hur, hur. Oh, I can't do it. He's right not here, that good. Yeah. No, no, Meatloaf. I mean, he's trying to be Lady Gaga or Christina Aguilera. 
And he wow. just can't because he's a fat guy. Can't reach that. Anyway, Death so, Metal is usually brutal so, and more aggressive. Okay. Less poppy. And, and usually, and usually, there's no singing in Death Metal. No, yeah, it's, it's all just like it's all gutturals. Yeah. Uh, death Metal usually does like uh, burpee. Uh, they do gutturals less less vocal fry, which is like the higher type of scream. Yeah. Gutturals okay. usually like the lower. Blah, blah, blah. You get the burpee and the frog croaks and shit like that in Death Metal, and then. Uh, Okay, so what's the difference between death metal and thrash metal? Sure. So death metal doesn't necessarily have to be fast. Oh yeah, and thrash is fast. Thrash has to be fast. Yeah, yeah. Thrash has that punk that. That's like the. Yeah. That shit. Death metal doesn't have to have thrash metal. I think. Death metal usually just has like mid-tempo grinding riffs that just like sometimes take forever to complete and can be winding and dizzying. But at the same time, it can also have riffs that are just repetitive and slamming. Fair. Uh, as one that's pro- that's pr- played a litany of different types of metal, like what's your favorite to play? Thrash. Thrash. Hands down. Yeah. Death. I mean, if you want to get technical, <laughs> de- uh, like death thrash or black thrash. Okay. Black metal has. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I didn't even. Br- I didn't really. Yeah, we'll get mix that shit. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> black metal is one of the best genres that's ever been invented. It's one of the best things I think that it captures and a lot of things but at the same time it's like this is gonna sound so shit <laughs> but it's like uh art radio <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I don't wanna say it's no. how do I put it it's uh, it's not ancestral music cause that's stupid but for somebody like me it was the complete beginning of something that was brand new there wasn't anything that sounded like black metal there wasn't mm-hmm. anything okay. that sounded anywhere even near that vein when uh bands started making that shit back in the 80s or I mean, you could do 70s with Venom and stuff like that. They were the first people that coined that term black metal. And I mean, even then, that was thrash. And it just evolved into this black metal. And so what's so definitive about black metal? It is anti-religious in all of its themes to the point where it openly speaks about nothing but, for the most part, it uh, a lot of it, a lot of the early stuff is born in hate and uh, born out of just violence and... and uh, born out of having things taken from them. Like, a lot of these kids grew up in uh, a landscape that was changing because of Christianity. Yeah. And so, probably, like, almost like an angry revolt against that. Like, correct. You know, their yeah. heritage was being taken away yeah. from them is what which, they felt like. Which is understandable. If, right. If all you know is being, like, erased from you. Right. And, I mean, it unfortunately bled into national socialist black metal. Yeah, I hear that, too. And, unfortunately, bled into, like, um nationalists like people who uh, are racist and shit like that yeah. so it became like a, a largely white genre oh, and yeah. I feel like it's being taken back a lot I wish I could remember their name I just found this beautiful band from Australia it's uh, two people and they uh, are like there's like queer black metal now Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the band, and which seems in itself kind of like a revolt of what black metal was born from. Was born, from. which is why black metal is be- uh, like such a beautiful thing, is because it, it it's consistently bastardizing what it was before yeah. in the hopes of becoming better. Interesting. Like, uh, and a lot of people don't like that. There's a lot of regressives in black metal that don't want it to change. And like, there was an album that came out, mm, fuck, seven, eight years ago now, called Sunbather by Def Heaven Hmm. and uh, it's one of the definitive in my mind black metal albums of all time it took the genre and flipped it and instead of being depressing and full of anger 
it's sorrowful but full of hope and it's still brutal it's still nice. black metal it's still the same speed but it's just filled with all this these gorgeous pretty parts instead of things that are designed to like hmm. scare you Interesting. Yeah, and I, I like that juxtaposition yeah. where you have an, a genre that usually has a very strict formula, and if you want to create in it, you stick to that formula, or else you're going to be labeled something else. Mm. And these guys fucked with that formula and still get called black metal. Except by the there community. In the community, they're called pussies. <laughs> Within the community. <laughs> still love them. I was called a pussy all the way through high school, so yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I like pussy music. Uh, I still think about it from time to time. Uh, I am uh, rubber and you are glue. That's right. Just bounce that shit right off. Yeah, you calling me a fag is probably because you are one and you're afraid of <laughs> what's going on inside when you look at me because you're so attracted to me. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, interesting. yeah. So, okay, but. Black Thrash is the best music to play. That's what I was just going to ask. It's so, like, super fast. About that, but. Super fast. Vocals are within the range that I can do because I don't do a really good guttural, but I do an okay uh, high vocal. Yeah, you have a. And, uh. Your scream. Thanks. It's a fantastic scream. I'm surprised I can't, I still I've have never it. been able to do a high scream. I can't believe I still have it after all these years. I gotta be honest. I When I first heard it, uh, well, okay. Give me the track and the title and, and the title of the track that. that Leave Me? Yes, that one. When I first heard Leave Me, uh, that, I was just like, my God, he still has that fucking scream, man. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I uh, worked <laughs> to get that back. I had to sing for like three or four months before I was back into a place where I could do it. Fair enough. And even now, I've found myself, I have to warm up. Yeah. And like, I, I do like 15 minutes to a half an hour of warming up before I get behind the mic now. That makes sense. Or else like, I sound like this. Pe- people who think that like, you can just, like people just growl and scream it. forever from a natural place. Like it, nope. it, it is something that like you, ha- you put your body through. And so oh, you have yeah. to work and train it. I even have like to work practice, out. You know? Like uh, my, uh, I had to start working out because my diaphragm wasn't strong enough like yeah. it used to be. When I was younger and doing it all the time, I stayed taut. Yeah. And now that I've relaxed for a few years, I had to get my diaphragm back into a comfortable place because that's where everything comes from. So if I get tired yeah, here, yeah. then like there goes my vocals. Even though my throat's good, my stomach's tired. Fair. So yes, I had to work exactly. that shit out to get it back to being okay. But yeah, at, uh, Black Thrash. It's got the super fast tempos. It never slows down. Uh, it's got winding, fucking bone-crushing vocals, and you can headbang and fucking lose your shit to it. Nice. It's the best. Fuck yeah. Absolutely the best. All right. If you were going to craft your own... I'm just, not that I'm, I, I'm endorsing it, MTV. MTV sucks these days. But if you had to craft your own headbangers ball, like pick like six fucking bands... Um, that you'd put on there out of shit you listen to now. Right now. That would does it like you know deserve to be like blasted on a fucking page if people want to think they're hard. You know. <laughs> um, Slaughter to prevail. Slaughter they're a band from Russia and they just dropped a song called Demolisher. And the vocalist is named Alex Terrible and he has. <laughs> I love that. I know. He is a bear of a man. He's gigantic and he's Uh-oh. tatted from neck to toe. All the way, and he usually has his shirt off, and he's like a bodybuilder. You'd have to like. He's just this big fuck. But um, I'm pretty sure he has the lowest, the lowest clear growl out of anyone ever. And he even like there's this part in this song, Demolisher, like three minutes in, he fucking everything breaks down and it's all quiet, and he comes in speaking Russian, but it's like 
sounds like Satan. I don't know how he does it. I think it's pitched down, but all the vocal experts are saying, like, it's not pitched down. It's not. He can just do that because mm-hmm. he's got whatever. Um, Arch Spire, Involuntary Doppelganger, that song that we just listened to recently. Yeah. That song was fire. Their vocalist is like a rapper. That's he's like a 3-6 Mafia rapper ass. He's just, he's, who's the fastest? Blackalicious? Who's like the fastest? Uh, 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 fucking Busta Rhymes. He's like Busta Rhymes. Dude. But he sounds like the asshole from Nile. He's just like... Yeah, like, the that... that I'm glad you maybe, like, watched the lyric video. You can't Because understand I it. was like, there's no way you could even try and keep up like that. Oh. Like, the first time you listen to that. Like, nope. it's... it's Which is one of the things I love, love about uh, some of these branches of metal music. It's Technical like, like, death metal. They call it tech death. Technical death metal. Yeah, they have shirts that say, stay tech. I love that, like, it challenges you to keep up with it. Their drummer, I watched an interview with, and he actually had to learn breathing techniques to be able to play that fast because his limbs would go numb. Because he's it. Imagine running. You're running, right? And you're running full speed for an hour. That's what he's doing, except he's including his hands also. So he's got four limbs that he now has to control those circulation to. So he has to like focus on this like weird circular breathing where he gets into this meditative like thing. Yeah. And then he just like blasts for an hour, an hour and a half. That's insane. Yeah, he's a nuts guy. I love it. Like, somebody who's dedicated so much. Like, they all talked about it. They wanted to be the fastest, most technical, craziest, whatever. And so everybody is taking the steps in that band to get there. And so their next two, three albums are going to be fucking ridiculous. Well, that's, and that shit, that's what I mean. Like, that shit's so impressive to me. It's like people, like, using the, using their instruments to just, like, push the, f- the physical limits of the human body, basically, you know, as yeah. well as, like, musical limits, you know? Um, Lotus Eater has a song with Freddie Sunshine. And this is less, I mean, it's heavy metal. Lotus Eater are very, they're like a heavy hardcore band. And they do um, a song with Freddie Sunshine, who's not really a well-known rapper. And uh, the song's called Freaks. And it's the perfect blend, I think, of a full band backing up a hip-hopper and the hip-hopper doing it well. Okay. I think a lot of times people can get, like, there's that Judgment Night soundtrack where it's like, Ice Cube and Slayer. Yeah. I mean, Ice-T and Slayer. Sorry, Ice Cube uh, and Ice-T. Ice-T and Slayer, it's like, Sir Mix-A-Lot and Mud Honey, uh, Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. And, like, some of those songs, those rappers have no idea what to do. They're yeah. rap. They're rapping over a punk band. How how yeah. do they do? They they rap over Dre beats. How are they gonna rap over a fucking punk band? But this is one of the a good example of when a band listens to hip hop, is a fan of hip hop, likes hip hop, and knows how to craft something for a good rapper to like springboard off of. Fair. Um, that's interesting. Fucking rad. I think the more like hip hop is going to overtake the world. It already is overtaking every genre. So. Let me ask you about death groups. Sure. Where do they fall in terms of the hip hop versus well, uh, other genres? They get labeled industrial hip hop a lot, which I think is not is correct. Industrial hip hop. Like, how? What? What does that? Do you know what that specifically yep. like? Uh, yeah. What does that? So industrial like? started in the '80s, and I'm again. I'm not gonna go into like Robin Gristle and all the shit that like was the precursor to all this but like the main guy that really started it um, and I can't remember his fucking name but God Flesh they have an album they have an album called Street Sweeper and it's or Street Cleaner and um, it's like the definitive industrial like scary 
don't ever listen to this with people album it's like a really dense dark hard to listen to record which i love like i'm a big swans fan and this it, it's harder than a swans record to absorb it's pretty abrasive That's why. Uh, so why does death groups get labeled that if you uh, what do you think they should yeah. be labeled if they're just uh, i genuinely so they get labeled uh, industrial hip-hop for their use of like sporadic chaotic noises Fair. that okay, are yeah, yeah. really abrasive a yeah. lot of the times and they uh, like they have a song called come up and get me and i think 70 to 80 percent of the sounds are just 808s Literally, I, I can just boom, 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 and fucking maybe a click for a snare, but then everything else is just you're being bombarded by fucking 808s, and yeah. it's making a crazy good beat, but like it's a similar concept, except it's not just some guy who's like screaming about pain over the top of it, it's Stefan Burnett or MC Ride yeah. screaming about pain over it. Do you think Death Grips, at least in like modern times, has like maybe taken that step? help take a step closer to the merging of like I think that they started a lot of it I think that they were the crazy out of left field thing that nobody was expecting nobody. there wasn't anything even I, close I love the energy that they bring their first like, the first introduction that I had to them was their song Beware mm-hmm. which uh, is like I light my torch and burn it I fly my something something seize it um, I clench my fist and beat it I am the beast I worship uh, yeah, I think that was the first time you probably showed that me. shit fucking hit hard and then listening to them and how there was nothing even remotely close on any scale that sounded remotely like this and then two three albums go by and they get to Jenny Death their fourth record and like have, there's a lot of people that have already leached from them like Bjork was already like huge on Death Grips David Bowie cited Death Grips as a main inspiration for Black Star before he died really yeah um, they they were fucking with high end profile people long before the masses were fucking with that's them. fucking amazing and that speaks to Zach Hill and his mm. ability to like he's been in the music industry for long enough he knows what's up and they navigate things very smart I think they don't get attached to people they don't let people get attached to them and they make sure that everything is constantly in this shroud of mystery mm. like they've done two interviews one of them was with Pitchfork the other one was with Adult Swim that's it like nobody even knows like we know their names now but like there's maybe one actual set of or like roll of footage where their uh, synth player Flatlander Andy Morin mm. is actually talking every other interview he doesn't say shit never said a word on camera in an interview so they people steal from them people have always stolen from them since their beginning because yeah. they were so hot I mean JPEG Mafia came right off of that mm. Clipping came right after that mm. uh, all these people that started one they they started doing something that no one else in the industry did which was turning up their mixes so like uh, it, they <laughs> would they would clip it on the CD. So if it, for audio engineers, I'm gonna get all this wrong, but like you you set your sounds or your, your sorry your volume to not clip when you burn to a CD, right? You have you're mixing it. You've got everything where you want it. So when you put it on that CD, it's all gonna register within a good sound frequency, and it's not gonna distort anything. Mm-hmm. They turn that shit all the way up. So when you put it in your CD player, it's already overdriven. So it's like when you plug your iPod into a a tape player and you turn your iPod all the way up and it gets distorted and sounds gross. That's what they do. That's fucking... I hadn't 
they, they were the first, of, like, and now people do it that it. that crazy loud 808 sound yeah. that like the baby has or whatever that doom 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 yeah. doom. They were doing that forever ago. Death groups just kick the door open for they re- people, and now. But the, what I love is that is that like you're kind of alluding to. They're so self-contained mm-hmm. that what they do is about the fucking project. It's about the music. They, they don't, don't fuck, fuck with, people. with people. They don't let people fuck with them. Oh. And thusly, they become kind of like this, like I, I mean, just this an untouchable enigma. enigma because they're completely untouchable. Yeah. Nobody, nobody can touch them. Well, and if you if you try, like, it's interesting that people try to like sometimes hide the fact that they may or may not be like heavily influenced by death grips but it's like because it's, it's not, such a popular common thing these days yeah some stupid shit but it's like i don't know man like they they're pioneering like they're currently pioneers okay. in the world music world yeah uh dang okay so we're so to get actually, back to i think i'm only three or four songs are we pretty deep we're pretty deep so i want to like one more one more i we're scrapping the songs Unless you got some more. Yeah, I got one. What do you got? Uh, the next one, uh, a cattle decapitation. Um, and this is like a year late, but Bring Back the Plague. They just released an album called Death Atlas. Bring and Back it's, the Plague. Yeah, so they recorded this song last year about this time for the new album Death Atlas, which came out this last April. And um, it's called Bring Back the Plague. And mm-hmm. it's Travis Ryan, their vocalist, is a god. Uh, he's the best, and I'll I'll go on record saying this, and I'll fight anybody. I don't care. He's the best vocalist in in our modern day current like pantheon of peers. He is the front runner for how much talent you should have as a vocalist. He's fucking astronomical, and this speaks to his propheticness. He fucking wrote this song, putting back the plague, which is just like. A plague comes back and wipes out humanity and it like describes it in great detail to the point where it's it's a fantastic fucking it's a very good song on a very good album and uh then march corona hits oh yeah and this song they released on christmas oh shit. and so internet got wind of it and was just like this guy's a fucking prophet he knew and then they released a music video where they were all self-quarantined in their house because of self-quarantine and uh it's pretty fucking good because all the content matches exactly what the song is saying that's fucking rad all right we're done with songs check out cattle decapitation they're fucking amazing they're vegan Anyway. They're vegan. They're all vegan. Cattle decapitation. Interesting name, though. Well, they're an anti-meat oh, and yeah, anti-humanity yeah. band, so cattle decap is pretty fucking brutal, man. That makes fucking sense. They're good boys. They're good boys. They're very good boys. Oh, man. Uh, all right. I just wanted to get a chance at, like, are you working on anything currently yourself, man? Because, like, you, yeah. you've always been one of the most knowledgeable people on music, <laughs> one of the most, uh, you know, musically inclined individuals I've ever. I'm just working on nice stuff. I mean, and I'm not really... I like the idea of having really cute sound, like really beautifully cute sounds that are a, like a, a new a song I'm working on right now. sounds like a music box, kind of like malfunctioning with like a trap beat behind it. You like cute sounds that are fucked up in some way. Yeah, I do. And, <laughs> and then, to put it very bluntly, I yeah. suppose. And with, with the la- it's I hadn't created anything in a long time. It was really hard for me to find a sound, and I didn't know what I was going for or what I wanted to do, and I still don't really have an idea, but I at least have something to go off of because this last song that I made, uh, Leave Me, which wasn't the last song. It was the first song I made in a while, um, helped me. I had a song previous to that that um, I spent a little bit of time on. It only came out to like a minute and 15 seconds, but it helped me springboard into the sound of 
this last song. I, once you have something to go off of or a concept, it's much easier to branch from it as opposed to like finding and creating a starting point. Yeah. So I had to create that starting point out of frustration, which I got. And then a year later, out of more frustration, it was just like, I have to do some shit. So I started to do some shit and uh, got that starting point. And now I'm kind of stuck on a song where uh, it's super duper cute and I have the voice that I do. <laughs> I love that you describe it like that. It's super duper cute. And you, have the voice, cute. and you have the voice that you do. And I, yeah, I, I scream. Yeah. I scream. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a great singer, but I would prefer to just scream my fucking head off all the time. So it's nice to have an outlet for it. Yeah. And I like the juxtaposition of like, Super cute, happy beat, and then just some dickhead who's just like stoked. Well, yeah, it's like I, I love that, like uh, the idea of like that cutesy sort of thing happening, and then just something shredding through it. Yeah, you especially know I mean? from a male perspective, so. I think I don't. I'm not a toxic, like I'm not even a very masculine person to begin with at all. But I think that it showcases yeah, my feminine and my masculine because I've got the music that I like to hear, and I got the way I like to sing, which yeah. are both very different. Well, it's an inch, yeah. I, I like that that bleeds into the music in that way that, that's it's not on awesome. purpose yeah. but it's also the most personal music I've ever made well, and it might be just natural well yeah that's, I've, I've always collaborated with people and, and when you do that you kind of compromise yourself yeah. or you have that other person in mind while you're creating yeah and now I don't have anybody in mind I'm just thinking what I like what I want to hear yeah fair enough and I've got a rap project with a boy that I'm doing right now but I mean that's gonna take some time super good. Uh, yeah fair enough LOL, loss of life. Loss of for life. Mm. LOL. Are you, uh, you going to try and go mostly by LOL? Or? I think so. I think LOL is a good name. It's good. Um, I think he does too. I think it's, again, cute. Yeah, well, um, and it, it, exactly, it disarms you right away. Immediately. Yeah. A friend. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. It's like we had a we had a band called A Friend. For those of you who don't know, and the, the thought process behind it was, hey, we're gonna go to a show, and then somebody'd be like, oh, cool, who are you gonna go see? And then they'd be like, A Friend. A friend. That's it. Our our band was a pun. It's just a bad dad joke. It's a bad ugh, story in my life. Fucking hang. <laughs> One day you'll be a dad joke. Shit, man. Uh, I'm just grateful. I gotta be honest. Like I said at the beginning of this, we haven't sat down for a while. It's been I'm great. just grateful that you had had the chance to sit down and come over, man. Oh, I'm like, very thankful for the opportunity. You know? Had yeah. a delicious dinner. Was able yeah. to hang out. Yeah. And this uh, has been very nice. And I'm definitely a big fan of the show. And uh, can't wait to hear more episodes. I don't know if any. I mean, I have no idea if anybody even listening is aware of this, but obviously you are like an OG. At yeah, yeah, anyway, so. yeah, but I doubt it doesn't. You're the sa- you're like the satellite. You're the yeah. Satellite. I want to be I want to be the uh, Larry David to your Jerry Seinfeld. There you go. Just let me curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> Just let me. Cur- hey, come here. Let me curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I think you're pretty enthusiastic. Like let me that. fuck with that. Well, man, I just, I always hope that you keep churning out music and keep working on that shit because it's, uh, it's, I don't know, at least for a small, uh, from my small perspective, it's always inspiring, so. Thanks, that's, I feel the exact same way about this. I've, I'm really bad at the daily producing game. So am I, I think. (laughs) Better than me, that's for fucking sure. Yeah. I could not, I, I take a year to fucking finish a song. It took me a really long time to let go of my perfection needs, my perfectionist yeah. needs for these things, because I think I believe more in getting the getting something out there than I do with the finalized, like the the pit, the like perfect picture. I think, I the, think. the raw or something is 
the more, and this is perfect, the more of you you're exposing. Yeah. And I think that exposing the more of you is a good thing. I agree. I think people like that.